Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride, and I am broadcasting and reaching you from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica. So it is Sunday, November 1st. 2020. Can you believe it? We have two months left in this crazy year, and I just can't believe we've come as far as we have in in such a long time. So, So it feels like a short time. Okay, so what is the story this week? Well, Now that it is uh, November, we are looking at Mercury going direct. November is actually a big month because we've got a lot going on, but one step at a time. First, we'll deal with this week. Um, So Mercury is going direct on Tuesday, and that's the big news of the week. And it's 12.50 p.m. in uh, Eastern time. And now Eastern Time, Daylight Savings Time has ended, so it's no longer Eastern Daylight Time, it's Eastern Standard Time. So according to my calendar, it will be 12.50 p.m. Tuesday. And this is important for so many reasons. Um, (laughs) First of all, we're getting out of Mercury retrograde, and it's been, I think, a tedious retrograde. Um, A number of people said that this has been bothering them. I think it's been difficult. I think there have been misunderstandings. I think that there are just, it's, it's just been people irritated. And it's very, very complicated. Most of the retrograde was spent with Mercury in Scorpio. And because most of it was spent with Mercury in Scorpio, it was uh, ruled by Mars and Pluto. So we know Pluto is in that gang in Capricorn and hanging out with Saturn and Jupiter. And so that's a cluster of intensity that just doesn't let up. And in the meantime, Mars has been retrograde in its own sign of Aries. So this is, this is where things got, I think, really complicated because Mercury and Mars retrograde is one thing, you know, just to have both of them retrograde simultaneously is one thing. The other thing is that one is in the sign belonging to the other. And that just makes it more entangled and intertwined and complicated and misunderstandings. And then misunderstandings, not just misunderstandings, but misunderstandings that lead to anger because we're dealing with Mars and we're dealing with Aries. And so it's it was misunderstandings that make you either hold a grudge because Mercury was in Scorpio or want to start a fight, which is not the thing to do while Mars is retrograde. And so it's you know, have a confrontation at least, maybe not start a fight, but have a confrontation. And so this wasn't always the best method of solution. So, you know, now Mercury's back in Libra, and it's going to be in Libra until the 10th of November, and then it's going to go back in Scorpio again. But this is where Mercury wants to compromise and balance and have peace and not have confrontations. So it's ruled by Venus, which is in Libra as well. So this calmed things down a little bit, but I can safely say that the last few days that Mercury has been in Libra, which, you know, about five days or so, it hasn't been that much easier. So Mercury, I'm really glad you're going direct (laughs) on Tuesday at 12.50 p.m. Eastern time. This is going to be in the middle of the election for the United States. Um, It will be at the end of the sign of Libra. So one of the more important things that's happening this week is that 
Mercury is, as you know, as of today, it has been challenging Saturn with the aspect of a square. Now, a square is a 90-degree aspect, and if you remember from your geometry in high school, you had to draw a little square at the right angle of your triangle. If you had a right-angle triangle, you drew a little square at the bottom, and that is what this aspect is. It's a 90-degree aspect. So they are not speaking on friendly terms. So people are irritated, they're agitated, they're annoyed, they're, they're harsh, and we have to rise above all of this. So the one of the, the issues with this is that as Mercury is stationing to go direct Tuesday, it's stopping in the sky, which means it's squaring Saturn, and it's going to continue to square Saturn. And it, it's the exact square to Saturn was 12.06 p.m. today. And then it's going to square Saturn again on Friday, exactly 4.12 a.m. Eastern time. So... The issue with this is that Mercury wants to assert its intelligence, its thoughts, its articulation. It wants to speak out. It wants to connect. And Saturn says, hold on a second. You sure you want to say that? Maybe you shouldn't say that. Maybe it's not a good idea to say that. Or I'm afraid to say this. Maybe I should say something. Maybe I should contact that person. And um, I don't know that it's the right thing to do. But it also makes us all ornery. Because Saturn is a little ornery. It's in its own sign, so it's ruling the heavens. But it's, you know, Mercury is only traveling far enough back into Libra to affect Saturn. Not Pluto, not Jupiter, just Saturn. And this whole week really is this culmination of what Mercury's been doing. And so sometimes we get to hear things we don't want to hear sometimes people pick fights this is this is a, an ornery aspect and it doesn't mean that there's like lots of ramifications from it but the other thing to bear in mind is that you have to control your thoughts and Saturn is a controlling planet Saturn let, makes us control things and Saturn gives us the ability you know one of the the good things about Saturn is it helps us um, curb things, stay within boundaries, don't speak our mind when maybe it isn't appropriate to speak our mind. And since we're really going to, this is going to be an aspect all week because Mercury is going to stop on Tuesday and then it's going to go forward Tuesday, but it's still like really hovering in the spot and it's going to make the exact square again on Friday. So that's only five days from now. So really Mercury is squaring Saturn all week. And when it really starts to move away from Saturn will be about a week from now. So it's tedious and it's really good to do tedious work during this time. It's really good to, you know, get your knitting done and, and anything that's tedious, you know, clean up the garden for autumn. You know, if that's, you know, your, if that's your, if it's autumn by where you are, um, do things that require focus and, thought and you know very very tedious work balance your checkbook do your finances um i always say get the spreadsheets in order but that you know that's another thing but mercury's in libra so it wants to beautify it wants to be peaceful it wants to be gentle and non-confrontational and saturn doesn't necessarily want a confrontation it just wants to iron out you know the wrinkles so when we're dealing with this all week, 
one of the things that we need to keep in mind for ourselves and and within ourselves, because remember, Mercury is retrograde for the next three days until Tuesday, and it's still today, tomorrow, Tuesday, and it's still therefore internal. And one of the things that you want to be aware of is your own thoughts. Now, Saturn is... Saturn's the boss. Saturn is the patriarchy. Saturn's the government. Saturn's the ruler. Saturn's the, you know. So when you are dealing with authority figures um, and you want to speak your mind to authority figures, it's best to be polite, Libra. Uh, genteel, Libra. Um, you know, smile a lot, Libra. <laughs> um, as they say in Hamilton, Talk less, smile more. <laughs> That's how you want to kind of handle this this week. And, you know, it's really something that you want to be um, aware of and conscious of. So the best thing each and every one of us can do this week for ourselves, for those around us, for everyone, is to be conscious of our thoughts. Now, that means you are going to catch yourself. You're going to be washing the dishes and you know how you have your stream of consciousness and it's, you know, whatever it is, your stream of consciousness and it goes off rambling and it goes off into all sorts of corners of your mind. And the thing you want to do is be consciously aware of the ramblings of your mind. So if you start, you're washing the dishes and it's okay. I'm just like, oh, I just got to get the grease off this pan, whatever. That's focusing on the moment. That's good. Focus on the tedium of getting the grease off the pan. Um, what you don't want to do is, God damn it, <laughs> that stupid so-and-so really pissed me off today and I really have to say something to that. That's where you don't want your brain to go. And as soon as you see it go in there and you hear yourself go in there, you have to stop and tell yourself, these are not loving thoughts to me, okay? Because even if you're directing the energy at some so-and-so, it, it's rambling in your head and affecting your nervous system. And Mercury also rules the nervous system. And we had enough of the nervous system yesterday with that Uranus full moon. Boy, oh boy. That was rattling. And so one of the things that you want to do is when you start to see your brain drift off into non-productive, counterproductive, ornery thoughts, you want to stop it. You want to take a breath and you want to go. Just let yourself know that it's okay and bring yourself back to the present moment and continue scraping the grease off the pan, <laughs> you know? Um, sing a song, sing your favorite song while you're doing that. That will keep your mind busy. Sing a happy song, sing a song that you love, sing a heartwarming song. Um, then that keeps your brain from rambling off into the nether regions where you start getting ornery at that so-and-so. And the next thing you know, you've scrubbed the coating off the whole pan. Um, or you're just, you're angry and you shouldn't be. And... That's not the point of this. One of the major points of this is, and this is a test, a Saturn is always a test, for all of us each and every day this week, because Mercury and Saturn are going to be dancing together all week. 
So one of the things you really need to pay attention to is not allowing your thoughts to ramble on into something oblivious, ornery, angry, or pissy, okay? So the thing that's the most important is to not allow that, to stop it. We often don't have control over it because we're not get paying conscious attention to where our thoughts are going. And it's, you know, it's really easy to drift off into nothing and like go on and on in your head about a scenario that's never going to happen, okay? I'm going to tell that so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. That's not what we want to do. We want to, as soon as we start seeing our brain, hearing our brain go off into those nether regions, we grab it and say, okay, I'm going to focus my attention back on what I was doing. And, you know, if you have to sing, sing. Sing something. Even if you don't sing well, it's okay. Sing something. Get your brain doing something, you know, lovely, productive, sweet, kind. Because your whole nervous system shifts out of coherence when you start that business of that so-and-so is going to hear it from me, okay? And then you've got your whole internal system stressed out, stirred up, you're out of coherence, and it's just, it, it's just not worth it. It's not worth it because you know what? 99% of the time, that's not, the scenario is not going to happen. Now, our brains, mercury, mercury rules the brain, um, our brains need juice, and they like a certain flavor of juice that we tend to give them, and they're addicted to a certain flavor of juice. Maybe it's cherry juice, maybe it's grape juice, but whatever that, that juicy brain thing is that gets us all riled up, the chemicals that flow in our brains um, are things that we get a rise out of. And you might get a rise out of, I might get a rise out of that so-and-so, I'm going to tell them what, I'm going to give them what for. We can't do that because the, the less we do that, the more we train ourselves out of that, the better we're going to feel, the better we're going to feel physically, emotionally, psychologically, and, you know, and we're not going to make ourselves sick over something. And while this is going on, the, I, I warn those listeners in the United States Whatever's going on, whatever happens Tuesday, however the results come out, you just have to deal with it. And deal with it appropriately within, you know, the realms of a normal response. Don't be angry for weeks. What If it didn't happen the way you wanted it to, the way you expe expected it to, you know, it just, okay, so what do we do next? Move on to the next because the results are the results. Now, I have said a long time now that this is going to be a weird election. It is a weird election. We're not finished after Tuesday. Other stuff is going to happen. But I'm not terribly political, so I'm not going to get into all of that. But I can, and I really don't know because we've got the unknowns going into Aquarius at the end of the year. And like I've always said, Aquarius is one of those, you know, random signs that we're not, we're not necessarily going to find out what's going to happen um, right away. Okay, so whatever the turnout is, those people in the United States, um, do what you need to do for yourself 
to keep yourself calm and focused and not irritated by the outcome, not upset by the outcome. Okay? Whatever it is, whoever you care about, whatever you care about, care about yourself first. Care about your, the stress in your body, the level of anxiety, because the one thing I do feel is I am one of those people, who, you know, as, as a result of the work that I do, I'm a, I'm a mop for collective energy. And I can definitely feel the level of anxiety that has increased week by week, day by day. And frankly, I can't wait till Tuesday's over. So, and I'm here, I'm in Costa Rica. So, you know, okay, moving right along. Today also we um, have moon trining Saturn tonight at 9.29 p.m. So it's speaking, the moon is at least speaking to Saturn. It's in Taurus. It's making nice aspects to the planets in Capricorn, smoothing things over after yesterday's full moon and smoothing things over. If it's making a nice aspect to Saturn, it's going to smooth over the Mercury Saturn a little bit for a few hours today. Um... And then, you know, we have Friday, which is going to be when, well, the moon goes into Cancer on Thursday. And Friday, it's going to be in Cancer as well. So once again, we have to look at this as, as things come through, as information comes through to us because Mercury is squaring Saturn on Friday. Thursday and Friday are hot days because the moon is very active in the sign of Cancer. Now, Cancer likes security. Cancer likes home. Cancer likes family. Cancer likes the the comfort, okay? Comfort food, comfort of home, comfort of family, comfort of friends, comfort of a warm blanket, okay? But again, it is triggering the, you know, it's going to trigger Mars on Thursday at at night, 11.08 p.m. Eastern Time. So don't watch the news and then go to bed. <laughs> Those of you in that time zone. Um, you know, Mars squares, uh, Moon squares Mars. And, you know, we get all riled up before we go to sleep. No, 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 no. It, you know, use it for good energy. It does make a good aspect to the sun that day because the sun's in Scorpio, the moon in Cancer. This is very good. We like this. Okay. Then, when we get into Friday, of course, it's going to touch those Capricorn planets in an opposition. So, mm, tension, Mercury squares Saturn. Then there's the moon opposite Jupiter, the moon opposite Pluto, the moon opposite Saturn. Boom, boom, all in a row, okay? Because the moon is in Cancer. Now, it's doing that cardinal sign thing that I keep talking about, that every week we get the moon in a cardinal sign and it's going to trigger the planets that are sitting in Capricorn, two of which are getting ready to leave. Since Cancer is so security-oriented and the moon wants the security and wants the experience of nurture, then what we're getting is we're getting... Uh, sort of, I don't want to say threats to that by, by those three oppositions. I guess I would say that these are challenges to security, challenges to the things that make us feel secure or cozy or <laughs> um, within our little shell. So 
there's an emotional component to this because cancer is an emotional sign. It's ruled by the moon. The moon is at home in cancer. And while it's moving through the sign between Thursday and Friday, you know, and when we have those three oppositions on Friday um, morning into the afternoon Eastern time, we are really experiencing um, just sort of these exceptional challenges to what we feel nurtures us. So we might be seeking nurture and seeking comfort somewhere, and it's an uncomfortable aspect. Oppositions are generally uncomfortable. Opposite Jupiter, you might feel a little bit, you know, indulgent. You might feel a little like you want to spend some money. Maybe you, <laughs> one of your things that gives you comfort is buying yourself something. But then there's Pluto and then there's Saturn. And, the, and you know, they come later in the day. Saturn is at 7.52 p.m. Eastern Time and Pluto is at 12.41 p.m. Eastern Time. So that's, there's a bunch of hours there. But it's moving, the moon is moving between Pluto and then Saturn through like early afternoon through early evening. And so that means that we're tackling the Saturn-Pluto energy that started this year, that started the COVID rolling, that started the experience of, of this entire year. So we're not comfortable and we we're constantly being reminded of this energy it's it's not really letting up now the two planets that are getting ready to leave are saturn and jupiter but that won't be for at least you know a little month and a half or so and this really does make a difference in the long run because once they're out of their out of that capricorn cluster we're not going to have this cardinal sign uh, cluster every week. It's going to shift. It'll shift into fixed signs, but it's, it's, it's still not the same energy. It's going to be very different. So once December comes, there are going to be different things, but you know, when we have to deal with this, especially when the moon's in cancer and it makes us long for something comforting and we can't find comfort in our day, then we have to contend with the challenges, the emotional challenges that we go through. Now there's, you know, I talked to people, I talked to my doctor last week, I talked to homeopaths, I talked to all sorts of people and, you know, their patients are challenged and, you know, people are challenged. You know, my doctor is telling me that so many people, so many people that come to see him are on medication and because of the, the experience of, this year and what it has felt like. And, you know, the hardest thing for us to remain and have intact is empowerment. And one of the things that we have to continue to remember is empowering ourselves and to give in to situations, to give in to, you know, the, the, the whole collective vibe. We've got to like walk this line. Like, yes, okay, we have to do what we need to do. You still have to protect yourself. You still have to you know, wear your mask, et cetera, the things that are expected of us out in public. And then you have to take care of yourself emotionally. And every time these planets connect with the moon, we are emotionally reminded of taking care of ourselves. And we have to find a way to remi remain and remind ourselves to be empowered because otherwise we're just going to give in to like fear and anxiety. And it's this nebulous fear and anxiety 
Um, you may be the healthiest person on earth. You may like really take great care of yourself, but you're still afraid that you're going to like fall prey to this pandemic. And because there's so many things that are still unknown. But the most important thing to do is to do the things that are supportive to yourself, to gather your supportive clan around you, your, your family, your friends, whoever, and connect with the part of you within that feels empowered. And of course, I always, you know, tell everybody to meditate <laughs> because the meditation will calm your spirit, calm your mind, calm your soul, calm your, your body. And the more stress we have, the more we fall prey to illnesses. Any illness could just be, you know, a headache. Um, but it is so important, so important to navigate this emotionally. And every week, like we feel like we're being hit with something. And every week we kind of are being hit with something. And we, we need to emotionally navigate this so that it just, all right, yeah, it's this again. All right, I'm just going to just keep going. Um, because we don't have any other choice and we have to transcend step above look at it and go okay i'm not going to indulge this and that's what i mean by transcendence you just look at it you know it's there and you move on and you move forward okay now one of the most important aspects of the year is happening next week next week not this coming week not the first through the seventh but we've got the 12th and the 13th of next week and they are really really important and the 12th is the Jupiter-Pluto, the last Jupiter-Pluto of the year. We've had this. This will be the third one. We had it April 4th. We had it June 30th. We're having it November 12th. And we're going to talk more about this next week as well because it's like the last time this is going to happen for another like 12 or 13 years. So what did you start on April 4th? I've said this before. What happened at the end of June? What went on for you in those months? What are you trying to manifest? What are you working with this year? And what has happened along the lines that has expanded your world, expanded your transformation, um, expanded your life? Because Jupiter-Pluto, is it about, it is about expanding your transformation and opening to transformation and shining the flashlight in Pluto's closet. And hopefully you were able to gain something from this and not, feel widespread anxiety from the collective, okay? I think that Jupiter and Pluto is a very powerful duo, and I think that they can be really powerful for all of us if we use it properly, meaning, you know, we think we look optimistically at these things and we don't allow ourselves to fall prey to, you know, widespread collective anxiety. Um, the next day on the 13th, Mars is going to go direct. So we have less than two weeks for Mars to go direct. Thank heavens. We're all going to start getting our energy back. We can move forward with projects. We're going to feel like people again. <laughs> and that doesn't mean we should start fighting again. It just means that we should, you know, breathe a sigh of relief. We got through this Mars retrograde. It's been really exhausting. It's been hard to have energy. It's been hard to maintain your energy and connect with uh, a, like a source of 
like forward movement. It's just, it's been complicated, you know, with Mars. I cannot believe it's almost over. It feels like it's been a minute, but going through it doesn't. But, you know, it's been retrograde since September 9th. And now it's going to finally go direct. So November is a good month. November, we're moving forward. We've got lots of things going on. There is an eclipse at the end of the month. So November is a rocking month. Just like October was a rocking month. But this is different. This is going to allow us to move forward. And we'll talk more about Mars. We'll talk more about Jupiter-Pluto next week. In the meantime, watch your thoughts. Navigate your emotions and curate your thoughts the best thoughts get to stay. If negative thoughts come to you, just see them for what they are. Be conscious of them. Let them go. Sing a song while you're washing the dishes and connect with something positive. Know that the negative thoughts are just passing through and that they are not going to stay and that you don't need to let them stay. And that the, if it's not loving thoughts to you, you just need to say that to yourself. These are, why am I doing this? These are not loving thoughts. And, you know, do something positive. Think something positive. Um, think about nature. Think about love. Think about the people you love. Think in terms of gratitude what you're grateful for. So replace those um, maybe pessimistic thoughts with, with grateful thoughts. And that's it for this week. Um, except, let's see, the moon is going void 929 tonight. Uh, that would be Eastern time. Um, it goes into Gemini 5 a.m. tomorrow. It stays in Gemini Tuesday, Wednesday. It goes void at 8.49 a.m. Eastern time till 4.45 p.m. when it goes into Cancer on Wednesday. And so that is a long void moon on Wednesday. It's okay. You know, do mundane things. Um experience the mundane do do your laundry <laughs> and then it's in cancer for the rest of the weekdays until it goes void um 8 27 p.m friday goes into leo 2 18 a.m on saturday and stays in leo the rest of next weekend saturday and sunday the 7th and 8th and i wish you a beautiful week thank you for listening if you would like a session with me i love to have one-on-one -on -one sessions it's always very helpful for people and they come away from it learning new things about themselves so you can go to my website thegoldenastrologer.com click on book online and book a session I'm also on Instagram where I give little astrological tips every day in video or every other day or several times a week. Um, and it's the Golden Astrologer. This is the Golden Astrologer podcast. And my Twitter is at Dev Astrology. I thank you for listening and much gratitude to everyone.